Hello, 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 and welcome to the second special bonus episode before we kick off Season 3 next month. This is the second of three bonus episodes that will be released leading up to the Season 3 premiere. Last week's was me, was me, <laughs> was me top five favorites, um, sorry, um, last week was my top five favorite books of the year. Today's will be focusing on my favorite TV shows, and then the final one will be about my favorite movies of the year. I'll be trying to stick to a top five, but as you heard in last week's episode, I won't always do a great job of it, though I think I did well today. Much like last week and perhaps even more this week, these will consist of both new in 2022 and new to me in 2022 choices, and unlike last week, uh, there will be a far greater range of genre since I enjoy watching many different types of shows and I'm not as uh, finicky. <laughs> As I am with books. So my top five favorite TV shows in 2022 in no particular order are Breaking Bad, Heartstoppers, Arcane, Wednesday, and Vampire Academy. So let's dive in. First, let's talk about Breaking Bad. <laughs> Holy smokes, you guys. This show took me until probably the third season to really enjoy, which sounds like this is a terrible show, but I promise you it is not. If you listen to the season two finale, which was episode 13, then you've probably heard all of this. Um, my husband and I started watching the show a couple years ago. We watched the first season and I was just really not feeling it. So we ended up going on to some other shows. But this year, my husband asked if we could finally revisit it. Uh, he loved the show and thought if I just stuck with it, that I'd enjoyed it too. And about halfway through the second season is when I kind of realized the reason why I wasn't feeling it or that it was at least harder for me to kind of get into, and that's because the first two seasons, I really hated pretty much every single character. I hated Walt, I hated Skylar, I hated Hank, I hated Marie. I mean, really the only characters I felt any empathy for were Jesse and Walt Jr. or Flynn. And so it was really hard for me to watch a TV show where there was just so much awfulness everywhere in every single character. Uh, I like dramas, but I like them in smaller doses, uh, and usually I like them a li little lighter. <laughs> I like drama slash comedies more so than just strict dramas typically in pretty much any genre that I am, or format, any book, TV show, movie, I prefer a little more comedy in my drama, basically. Like I love Law & SVU, but even then I can only take so much of it. Um, and I pretty much stopped watching when Stabler left the show, and now I've started again because he's kind of sort of back. Um, but even then, sometimes I'm like, whew, this is, this is tough. But it's like once a week every once in a while, you know? So it's okay. But yeah, so the third season really hits you, and I just got so pulled into the show, and that's when I think the change kind of begins to happen. Uh, when there's just this one character who is so terrible that you begin to kind of soften towards the others, and then it was just like a roller coaster of emotions after that. I thought the storyline was great, the way that they made this kind of everyday guy into this giant villain was just incredibly well done. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul are just really phenomenal in it. I think Aaron Paul, his ability to cry in scenes is just unmatched. <laughs> uh, and the ending of the show was just like amazing. It, really was the perfect way to end the show. Really solid ending, you know, which isn't very common, uh, especially in that kind of era of TV, but, you know, pretty much always. Uh, the movie that came out a little later was also really good. My husband and I followed up 
the show with watching the movie and I'm kind of glad that I didn't watch the show when it was airing because then I'd have to have waited like I think it was like five years or something like that um, maybe more than that I can't remember when the show ended um, and the movie just came out like a few years ago so I'm kind of glad that I got to just watch the show and then watch the movie um, because yes the show ended pretty perfectly but you always want that little bit more um, and that movie provided it uh, definitely recommend the show and the movie uh, especially if you're like into dramas and that's your thing anyway I thought it was really really good so definitely one of the best of the shows that I've watched this year next up is Heartstoppers season 2 episode 11 I talked more in detail about the show um, but it was just this really super cute romantic comedy type of show I really loved everything from the acting to the story to even the aesthetics um, they had cute little graphics on the screen that kind of mimicked that uh, graphic novel feel and I really really enjoyed it as I've mentioned before, I typically don't like to read romances, but I will definitely watch them. I love to watch them, really. <laughs> um, and I thought the show was really just a breath of fresh air. It's really wholesome, it's really cute, it's a perfectly done high school rom-com with inclusive storylines and, you know, more fun drama. <laughs> well, maybe not fun, but a good, am a good amount of drama in it that's what I'll say. I actually ended up buying the first volume, you know, because it's a graphic novel, so they're volumes, uh, when I was on my honeymoon in Ireland, and I know I still need to read it, as I have had a few sequels that have kind of jumped the TBR shelf, <laughs> um, but I did put it on my shorter TBR shelf to read uh, instead of the longer one that I have that is on, on top of the entirety of my TBR bookcase. <laughs> So yes, I have three different kind of TBR categories that I have created. I don't really have a lot more to say about Heartstopper, uh, much like the episode itself. I didn't have much to say, it was a very short episode because it's just super cute and I think you just need to watch it to love it. <laughs> and I could probably go into deep dives and talk about every little bit and piece, but really that's all you need to know about it. So go watch it or rewatch it again, <laughs> uh, like I have. Season 2 just wrapped filming I saw uh, like earlier this month, in the beginning of December, so hopefully they don't take too long to getting the second season to us because I cannot wait. Next up we have Arcane. Arcane is an animated Netflix show that I watched I believe in February of this year. I did touch on it on this in my uh, my bonus episode in season one that was like a February wrap-up I think it was episode 15 Arcane is based on a video game uh, League of Legends for those who play it my husband plays I do not and I know very very little about it besides what I've seen over his shoulder <laughs> while he plays but we both really enjoyed this show I think it was really well done visually had elements of Into the Spider-Verse, which is a freaking fantastic movie and a very high compliment to um, to have anything to do with comparison uh, in terms of animation styles. Um, but yeah, it had elements of Spider-Verse. It also had moments where I felt like I was actually watching like a video game cutscene, uh, which is a compliment because it is a video game inspired show. Um, or a show inspired by a video game. 
whatever, you get the idea. Um, and then plus it just really had these other moments that were really chaotic and artistic and it was just really, really beautiful and the storyline and the characters were great so it just really helped <laughs> that it wasn't just, you know, a really well animated show but the story itself and the characters and just everything that they did was just terrific. I liked everything about it. Um, and if you play League of Legends or if you don't play, then it, it genuinely doesn't make a difference. I think there were times that I'd ask my husband about certain things to kind of place it in the game, but it wasn't really necessary to know. Uh, more just my own curiosity about how it all kind of fit together, but you didn't need to know those things to understand the show at all. Completely, like, standalone, basically. If you have nothing, if you know nothing about League of Legends going into this, I think it would still be really good. Um, so I would check it out if you like animated shows, if you haven't already. It was renewed for a season two, but there still doesn't seem to be a release date for it. Um, I hope it comes sometime early next year, the earlier the better. Um, but I do think that they are actively, I, I guess you wouldn't really call it filming, but I think they are actively creating it. I don't think it's just renewed and then nothing's happened. Um, so yeah, Arcane was really good. I really liked it. Next up is Wednesday. Um, I loved this show, obviously, like everything else in this list. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I ate it up and then I rewatched it, like, immediately. It was just, it was so good. Now, I've, I've seen The Addams Family and I possibly have seen the sequel, probably have. Uh, it's been a very long time. But I was just kind of like, well, that's a thing that exists. Uh, kind of neutral about it. Didn't really, you know, fall heavily into knowing everything, but I enjoyed what I watched. Um, however, Wednesday was amazing television. I was, I think, also still coming down from the Scholomance trilogy, where I was really just itching for more, like, dark academia. And let me tell you, Wednesday delivers like a hundred percent delivers. I loved the dark vibes of the entire show with the mix of the magical creatures and the dark romance. You know, we got the callbacks to previous versions with little things here and there for us to find as either obvious or kind of subtle Easter eggs. The cast was great. Jenna Ortega was perfect for the role. And I really loved that they got to include Christina Ricci. Um, her character was great. I loved Catherine Zeta-Jones. Gwendolyn Christie, just a lot of fantastic women in the cast. Um, I loved all the characters as well, from Enid to Bianca to Tyler to Xavier to <laughs> cute little Eugene. The only thing, and this is pretty literally like the only thing, um, that really threw me for a loop was Fred Armisen's Uncle Fester. Again, I'm not super familiar with the source material, but it was quite the shift in tone for me. Um, I did get used to it after a little bit, um, and it was fine, but the first watch had me going like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Who? Why is it? It just felt very out of, I don't want to say out of character, because again, I don't really know the character, but m out of tone, you know? It didn't seem to mesh well with the rest of the show, because even with Enid, who's very bright and colorful and different, I feel like she matched the tone still. Um, but after, you know, the, the rewatch and even just during the first initial watch, I grew to accept 
this Uncle Fester. Uh, and other than that, I just really loved this, you know, kind of dark murder vibe, and I love the twists and the turns. It was just really well done, even if it was supposed to be more of a, like, you know, teen drama kind of a show, I think they excelled at being not only a teen drama, but just a show in general. It was really, really good. Okay, so this last one. I really kind of went back and forth between which final show I was going to include here. Obviously, I picked Vampire Academy, but I think there's really two reasons for picking Vampire Academy over The Sandman. <laughs> so just hear me out. The first is that, well, you know, I already did an entire episode on The Sandman, Season 2, Episode 8, and like, maybe I need to switch it up a bit more to include more than just, I think there's really only one other show on this entire list where I haven't done either a part of an episode or an entire episode about it. So probably a good idea to pick something I haven't really talked about yet. But the second is that while I did really like The Sandman, um, and it says nothing that I picked something else over it, not that, you know, it had less things that I liked or something, but Vampire Academy was like the perfect guilty pleasure show for me. And that's why I wanted to include it on this list because everything else I think kind of stands on its own for mo for the most part and are just really good in general. And Vampire Academy is kind of borderline. <laughs> it might be more guilty pleasure than actually really good, but I do think it kind of holds its own. So let me just, let me just talk to you about Vampire Academy <laughs> because I think it was perfect for me. Not only was it the perfect subject matter, you know, of vampire fantasy, but it was also, I think, again, like, pretty well done. Like, I was genuinely excited to watch each episode, and I binged the heck out of it. And it wasn't, it wasn't entirely, like, shameful viewing, you know? Like, some things you watch, you're like, this is terrible, but I like it. <laughs> you know, like, it was kind of guilty pleasure-y, but not 100%, because I think they did do a really good job. You know, that doesn't mean that this show was, you know, perfect by all means. Like, why did Rose have an Australian accent when she apparently lived at the Academy her entire life and barely knows her own mother, who also has an Australian accent? But it was still pretty good, um, and like a lot of other areas. I really liked Rose and Lissa's friendship. I think they did a really good job. Of establishing like a strong female friendship and I thought that the storyline was actually really good. <laughs> I liked all the other characters and I really loved Rose and Dimitri even if I did have to google to make sure that their ages weren't super creepy um, and they're maybe on the slight creepy side but not too creepy <laughs> and I love that we finally have some vampires that it also would not be creepy if they dated other non-vampires because they're like literally 17 and not like 217, you know? So I'm glad we kind of got this new version of vampires that are not just like old dudes trying to get with young teenage girls. But like the entire vibe of the show was really good. <laughs> Maybe our, like that dark academia is really just my mood right now and like they just hit me right at the right time. But I constantly I'm like when are we gonna get another season of this show <laughs> um 
it was just really good. I do want to do a show where I talk more about it, so I'll probably, such a bummer, have to rewatch it. Um, and then, oh god, and then I'll probably torture myself to rewatch that horrific movie that they made. Because I love to torture myself, I guess, and I thought, well, since I watched the show, let me just check out this movie they made a few years ago. I'm sure that'll be fine and not like a total like last airbender situation except for I was wrong and it was terrible and I had to go to Tumblr to figure out how that movie and this show that is literally on my top five favorite of 2022 list thing could possibly be from the same source material because how how is how (laughs) um but yeah I mean it's fine I did start the first Vampire Academy book, but I may have to actually read it instead of using the audiobook like it was, because the audiobook so far, not great. I mean, I only listened to like a few pages, but still, it just, it wasn't Rose from the TV show, you know? And it was hard to like, go from the TV show that I really liked to this other version of the same character, if that makes sense. But yeah, I, if you've seen the show... (laughs) You'll have to let me know what you think about it, because maybe I'm insane, but I thought it was actually pretty good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, so that concludes today's short bonus episode. Next up, I will be doing my favorite movies um, that I've watched in 2022, and then we'll be right back into the swing of things with season three premiere. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mixed Media Reviews Podcast. Please leave me a comment to let me know if you agreed or disagreed or if you have any suggestions for things to come. You can also find me anywhere you find your podcasts. Probably. Please join me next week for my top five favorite movies of 2022. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye!